Hey, this is Kai and Bree. That's me. From Millennial Marriage. And welcome to the Wedded Wednesday Podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. What's going on? That was my attempt at a British accent. It was really bad. <laughs> Even though you're going to London. I'm going to Paris, Chiron. Complete. My British accent, my British, excuse me, accent was less offensive than you just saying that London and Paris were like the same thing. Um. <laughs> I'm very clearly going to Paris. I've been talking about it forever. No, I know, but I'm just saying this. It's kind of the same. Which actually reminds me that uh, in the next or well, the next podcast will be coming out as scheduled. And then the week after, we are going to be skipping a week because, as I just said, I'll be in Paris without Chiron, um, going on a girl's trip to Paris. It's kind of exciting, but I am very sad. I wish I had my husband with me to go to the city of love, but we'll get a a chance to do it one day. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. It's for a good occasion. It's for a special occasion. Exactly. Yeah, it's my (laughs) sister's birthday. Yeah. Um, But... The so, so you know so expect the the podcast to be gone for that week, but also this week we apologize for the delay in the podcast. We have construction happening in the kitchen, and our both, studio, aka our studio. <laughs> yeah. Usually we record at the kitchen table, but there's construction happening because we had a leak. They can't figure out where the leak is coming from. We have a hole in our ceiling, and we're still waiting for them to figure it out. So. Everything pretty. is kind of a mess right now. The dish rack is on the kitchen table. It's like <laughs> pots and pans everywhere. It's kind of messy, so we can't really record in there. So, fortuitously, or maybe not fortuitous. so fortuitously, <laughs> we're doing this in Big bed today, day. which is actually kind of comfy. It's not bad. I just laid down, but you couldn't see it. <laughs> I did it again. Um, But I feel like... I'm going to be either uncomfortable soon from laying in this position right now to talk to the podcast peoples. Hey, podcast peoples. And I hope we sound better because I feel like it might Or I'm going to fall asleep. The way we sound. was going to be my second thing. That is also an option. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So today we're going to be doing our usual format. You guys know how it goes. We go over the Marital Monday post. We go over Chiron's contributions. (laughs) Then we do... uh, Today we're going to do a little bit of study show. And Alicia. we don't really have any other announcements for the top of the podcast today, so I guess we can just get into it. Yep. Nice. Hopefully smooth show today. This seemed to be a very highly anticipated subject. Ooh, I know. Uh, <laughs> there was a lot of uh, chatter on the lines <laughs> when it came to this subject, so I'm kind of excited to get into it, although I'm not really sure where everybody stands on it. I did post uh, a poll on our Mm -hmm. Marital Monday um, Instagram page. And so the results of that post were 79% of people said they don't look at their partner's uh, phone. And 21% said that they do. And so what that means to me is that 79% of people are fucking liars. (laughs) <laughs> Anybody who said no is a fucking liar. You lie exactly where you stand right now. You are a liar where you stand. Well, I don't know. Everybody has done it. Yeah. I, I, it, so was the question if you ever done it or if you do it? Because that's I guess different. the question was if you do it. So maybe not 79%, but like 50% of the 79%. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely expected that number to be different. I've checked your phone. Yeah. You've checked my phone. Yeah. I mean, we were younger then. Like, we don't really do it anymore. No. I have, so, I did want to go over that because I did mention in the post that I wish we could trade phones for a day. Mm. Because, honestly, I don't think there would be any issues if we traded phones for a day. Like, I'm not worried about anything in my phone. I'm sure you're not worried about anything in your phone. I'm not even thinking about worrying about anything in your phone. But the problem is, you need your phone for work. And there's, like, no way for me to have your phone without interrupting your ability to work. Which really sucks. Because I would have enjoyed kind of like vlogging that for a day <laughs> that's hilarious hijack my pages and stuff yeah oh, like hey guys that's hilarious that that's actually kind of 
I know, but we can't do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can like log into your Facebook from my phone, but that's different. That's not the same. Yeah. Um, I have games on Chiron's phone. You do. You hijack my phone from time to time. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll take Chiron's phone, download a new game, start playing it, get tired of it, and download a new one. Yeah. Waste my memory. I mean, I do it less now because Chiron... So, in February before we got married, I updated, up, upgraded, yeah. updated, whatever, my phone to an iPhone 7 Plus a with 128 gigabytes of memory. Before that, I had, what, like, 16? So, I couldn't even download games on my phone. So, I was always downloading games on Chiron's phone because <laughs> he had, like... 60 something gigabytes so he had plenty of space but now i have way more space than chiron (laughs) so i don't need to use his phone at all and he still has games on there that i downloaded forever ago yeah i should delete that no yeah i mean i'm not worried i wouldn't be worried uh with you having my phone the problem lies like in your work exactly you know i wouldn't have the contacts that i would have (laughs) or the numbers that i would need or people be able to contact you yeah so it really throw a wrench (laughs) in your day yeah yeah. um but i I would maybe one day i would have liked to do that that would have been fun one day we'll we'll do that but i guess i'll go i'll start with going over my thoughts on the matter okay as i said it was highly anticipated I wasn't sure how people were going to take my response. I didn't know if people were going to be like, yeah, I agree with that. Or, no, really? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, so, I, feel like I tried to be inclusive. Divided. I tried to be inclusive of all situations. Because okay. it, is, it is a divided issue, like yes. you said. So, I started with, if you feel that you need to check somebody's phone, you're already in a bad place. Yeah. I agree. Let's stop right there. I agree. Before we even talk about anything that might be on the phone, anything like that, stop right there. You are already in a bad place. If if the person that you're dating is so untrustworthy that you have to go into their phone, Mm -hmm. why are you dating them? Exactly. That's a toxic, unhealthy relationship. It definitely is. The toxicity levels. (laughs) I told you not to. Chiron writes points before we we discuss our podcast and i told him not to because our points were going to overlap today but but he was very serious and he was very dedicated and who am i to (laughs) say no you know i have scatterbrained if not (laughs) i mean i know it already seems like i do but imagine if i didn't how crazy it would be um yeah so the first point is you're already in a toxic relationship um the big thing that i that i put in that paragraph Mm -hmm. was if if your relation if that's where you are in your relationship you already have a crack in the in the trust in like the foundation of your relationship trust is the literal foundation the implication of being in a relationship with somebody is that you have implicit trust in them and i even wrote down the definition of implicit in case anybody was was like (laughs) in case anybody was curious because it's a word that gets thrown around a lot in psychology and so i'm familiar with the definition but if you're not a psych major you may not hear it often so for something to be implicit it's without qualification or question it's absolute Mm -hmm. there's no need to have some kind of like hedging of your bets before you give your trust it is it is it's 100% (laughs) or it's nothing and one of the things that I always feel is important is like you can't build and I say this to people all the time you can't build a house on a cracked foundation no you're not going to get anywhere and it's not going to last long I mean you might it might last a little bit but eventually it's going to totally cave in and you're just setting yourself up for failure at that point yeah, 100% you're setting yourself up for failure. Um, the second thing that I said, so some people will say that the reason that they check their partner's phone is because they've had bad experiences in the past. Mm-hmm. I call bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. I think if you've had bad experiences in the past, that's another sign that you shouldn't be in a relationship. Yeah. If what you're doing in your next relationship is looking to fix your past hurt by creating present hurt yeah that's crazy because all you're doing is hurting somebody why would anybody want to be with somebody that has to always check their phone exactly it's the equivalent of somebody being like where are you going yeah why are you going who's gonna be there (laughs) when are you coming home what are you gonna do when you get there how are you getting there it's the literal equivalent and you're gonna like push them to the point what that 
they give you a reason to or they just do whatever you're suspecting them of and if you're in that position where you've had really bad past experiences i absolutely feel for you so many people have been there but there are other options you don't need to go from relationship to relationship to fix what happened in the last one you're never going to fix it that way you need to stop you need to take a break you need to maybe get therapy for some people depending how bad the situation is or maybe you just need to get drunk and talk to your friends one good night you know Mm -hmm. like get it all off your chest listen to what other people have to say and kind of regroup a little bit before you put that on somebody else because now if you had trust issues because somebody else gave it to you what are you doing now you're creating trust trust issues issues. yep oh my god i totally agree with you (laughs) like like, that's am i stealing like your points exactly like i feel like i have no points left yeah well you Um, read my marital monday post so maybe you're stealing my points no that's how i feel (laughs) about the situation um no absolutely you're creating an environment that that person or both of you both of you guys won't want to be in because one you're adding stress to yourself because you're stressing about the situation and who wants more added stress to whatever stress you're already dealing with exactly um and then yeah you're pushing that person away you you know you're you're pushing uh that negativity on that person and um that never really ends well it it never ends well never ends um the next portion of the post was about what i feel is really the one exception to the rule Mm mm-hmm And that's if your partner has cheated on you and now you say, I'm willing. Okay, let's say you cheated on me. You were drunk. It was an absolute mistake. You don't even remember it happening. You'll never, it'll never happen again. You can't lose me. Like it's one of those situations. Mm -hmm. Then I feel like as the person who's been cheated on, I have a right to say the only way I can move past this is if you allow me to check your phone until I feel like I can move on now. But how regularly? I, exactly. <laughs> I believe that there has to be like self-control. It shouldn't be every time somebody's on their phone, you're looking over your shoulder. Every time they walk in the door, they have to hand over their phone. It shouldn't even be hourly. It shouldn't be daily. It should be weekly. I think it should be a weekly phone check for one month. I give you one month. <laughs> and at the end of that month, it's up to you to decide can I continue or can I not continue? With the relationship. With the relationship. If you decide you can continue and you decide that you're forgiving this person and moving on, you move on. Yeah. You don't bring it up again. You don't talk about it all the time. You don't get angry and throw it in somebody's face. You don't do any of that because nobody wants that. Nobody wants to be constantly reminded of their mistakes. Absolutely. Definitely. And I don't know if you agree with that, like, one month, I mean, once once a week for a month. And I know that some people will say, oh, once a week, but in that time, they could get rid of evidence and stuff like that. But well, that's the point. You're checking only enough that you can say, okay, I'm good, but not enough that you're, you're, you're oh, my God. Maliciously? No, like, re, re-something, reinforcing these bad ideas in your head because the more you check it the more you reinforce these ideas yeah it's a similar thing with both anger and trust it's a way that your brain is wired uh-huh. and the more you give into the the more you feed it the more you feed it the, the worse it gets it. yeah so you have to actively avoid feeding it you got to put it on a diet <laughs> I'm so don't laugh. That's that was real. I'm that putting that on a t-shirt. It's on a keto diet. Put your trust on a diet, because <laughs> you cannot be feeding that monster. Yeah, definitely. You don't want that to grow, because then that's that's contagious. That's is toxic. You, you don't want that. And if somebody's like, oh, but only once a week, how am I really gonna know? How am I really gonna know? If you really feel that way. Why are you continuing in the relationship? Yeah, true. True true that that's hundred percent true. And honestly, to keep it a hundred, like if somebody's gonna cheat on you, 
they're gonna find a way to cheat on you regardless if oh, you yeah. check their phone regardless they're gonna find a way some people will always find a, it doesn't matter if you're with them 24 7 mm-hmm. if they want to cheat on you they're they, gonna find a way to it, cheat on you exactly you know so that like i said you know you're just adding extra stress but you know if you were hurt you know because i understand that you're trusting somebody with your heart and that's a real important thing to everybody you know no one wants to be hurt no one wants to be you know felt taking a fool and stuff like that but um all right with your like one month thing i don't disagree i mean because you gotta look at on both sides the person that cheated you know you kind of got to understand that you kind of put yourself in that situation yeah <laughs> i'm sure that there that people would say that that's still kind of unhealthy to like yeah. clock the person yeah. just because they made a mistake mm-hmm. but i feel like if i'm saying i can move on but only if i can have that bit of reassurance for a moment if you yeah but it has to be temporary yeah it can't be something that you just adopt and that's And you shouldn't, if you have to fight, if the person cheated on you, just like as a side note, if the person cheated on you and now you're fighting for that person and they're not fighting for you, you're an idiot. (laughs) You're an absolute idiot. And I mean that to be offensive to you because I mean it to wake you up. Because there's... Slap you with some truth. Exactly. Like some truth moment because... If somebody's cheated on you, they're already saying, in a sense, what we all fear, and that's that you're not good enough. Mm. Then, on top of them cheating on you, now they're not even fighting for you, which means you're really not good enough to them. Or they really, not even that you're not good enough, they don't see your value. Because it's, you're always going to be good enough for the right person. Yeah. And so this is clearly the wrong person who doesn't see your value, who has no idea that you're a fucking collector's item and that <laughs> taken to the correct pawn shop, you could get a pretty penny. <laughs> your appraisal value is Exactly. Crazy. My appraisal is crazy in the right place. <laughs> Don't play with me. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I'm not chasing anybody who's not chasing me. Yeah. And I, I, I feel you. Um I mean, that's but really that's, easy that's, for me to say, being like nine years into a relationship, isn't it? But it's that's how I've always been. I mean, I've always been like, I am who I am, and take it or leave it. Like, that's yeah. that's and, what and it that's is. As, as you should be, you know, you, you should, you know, as you're dating, you recognize who the person is. And then, you know, as you're going on and you figure out that this is something that you want, then, you know, you should accept that person for who they are. And, you know, try to help them get better as, as people, you know, so guys both grow. Mm-hmm. Um, but you ultimately have to accept them for who they are. You know, you got to realize what, what's who they are and what the situation is. And ultimately uh, figure out if you want to continue on with the relationship. Um, I said also that phones are personal space. Yeah. You got to have respect for people's personal space. Everybody needs personal space. Yeah. Like Especially if you, you know, live together. Do you know what would be my biggest concern if you had my phone? That you would see me like talking to Janelle or like Melissa, or, like my, my cousin, my sister. Like, I can't stand him today. <laughs> like sometimes, I'm sure there's a lot of that. <laughs> it's like sometimes you need somebody to vent to, and that would be my thing. Because when I vent, I'm really dramatic. Mm, mm-hmm. And then you would be angry because you'd be like, you really, like, you said that. And, like, you're really not supposed to vent to, to Out- people yeah. outside of your relationship. But the relationship that the three of us have, I'm, I don't worry about venting to them. I mean, you guys are like sisters, basically. You know? Yeah. Like, you guys I mean, grow we're up literally, together. Two of us are literally sisters, yeah. and the other one is like a sister cousin. Yeah. So you guys have a special bond through going, growing up Yeah, with, there's like no... no. I don't feel like there's judgment. Like, I could say whatever, and, honestly, and there would be no judgment. Yeah, but honestly, another truth bomb, we're getting slapped with truth today, apparently, <laughs> um, is that people will talk at least to their best friends or people that they... Ha- hold really close to them so you gotta kind of expect it either way you mean you would hope it's privilege and for the most part yeah like there's stuff that i definitely wouldn't share just because i'd be embarrassed to share it like maybe yeah like i did that (laughs) that. wow (laughs) now thinking back i don't know (laughs) 
Um, oh, and speaking of that, like, people are going to talk and they're going to, like, talk to other people. When you're going through somebody's phone, finding something is subjective. Yeah. Because you read text Different. in the way that you want it to sound, yeah. not in the way that it's necessarily written. Yes. Sometimes it is written the way you want it to sound, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not, yeah. And a lot of times you can take things out of context. Absolutely. And so that's where that phrase if you go looking you'll find it. Like that's where it comes it legit well it's not where it comes from. It comes from a lot of other places I'm sure. But that's how it can be applied. Like if you're if you go looking you're gonna find the context that you wanted or you thought you were gonna find in your head you told yourself you were gonna find, you know? Yeah. Definitely. And yeah, that your phone is definitely your personal space, you know. That mm-hmm. especially if you guys live together, where you're seeing each other every day, all day. Um, that that is that's like someone's personality in a sense, you know, or that them their or like their, their essence. I guess. No, I feel like it's like your body. Deep. Yeah, like it's like don't touch me <laughs> unless like I give you permission to touch me. Yeah, exactly. Plus, not for nothing, we've been married for a little bit, you know, less than mm. a year. We've been mm. together for a long time. We are millennials. Yeah. You don't want to go through my phone mm-hmm. because you may not leave unscarred. <laughs> you don't know what pictures I've been sending Chiron. You don't know. Uh, that's true. Maybe I'm getting <laughs> spicy on the weekends. <laughs> keeping keeping, keeping it know. alive. You don't know. No. <laughs> in all fairness, any pictures like that are hidden deep within the phone in apps that require lock codes and things like that. But no, nah, we just deleted them. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, you definitely want to respect one's uh, phone and one's uh, personal space because ultimately that's te- technically what it is. Um, and then I, what I touched on already before is that you're not preventing the behavior if you think that going. Pre- prematurely going through somebody's phone is going to prevent mm-hmm. them from doing the things later on you're not preventing anything in most cases the person will end up doing just that so that at least when you accuse them they, they actually have something behind it yeah that's kind of like what i meant earlier if i didn't make it clear to yeah you. but yeah no absolutely absolutely they you know you'll get tired of being confronted and hearing the same yeah. thing and feeling and the same way, and you'll be like, "Fine, though. fine, exactly. I'll just, I'll just cheat on you then." <laughs> right? It's, it's unfortunate, it's but natural. that's very, you know, because that's, it's the that's same that's thing. Good. If I'm like, "You're a thief," "You're a thief," "You're a thief," or "You're, you're a thief," "You're a thief," yeah. "You're a thief." Yeah. Eventually, you're gonna turn around and be like, "You know what? I'm gonna steal this bitch's fucking <laughs> remote control. <laughs> I'm gonna show her." Eventually, you become exactly what people say over and over and over and over and over again because you get tired of it. Yeah, absolutely. The you last thing, the last my point before our final words of the day was about women's intuition because I think that's a, a big thing that you you can't possibly discuss although i think everybody has like gut instincts Mm -hmm. and gut feelings i think a woman's intuition is something like so specific and i feel like only really women understand when other women say that because it sounds kind of like sexist to be like only women know but it's not it's like women just have like this like sixth sense about certain things and often women will hide behind women's intuition when it comes to something like this like oh i feel like he's doing something like my gut is telling me he's doing something maybe your gut needs to be retrained another time i call bullshit i truly call bullshit on that one don't use women's intuition as an excuse unless you're seeing behaviors like he's coming home two hours late from work he has lipstick on his collar i found a condom wrapper in his pocket like unless that kind of stuff is happening there's no reason for you to go through somebody's phone and even if that stuff is happening be a fucking adult and walk up to that person and go what's going on yeah absolutely and like I don't know if I would say it's women's intuition because I feel like men. Oh yeah, have men. The same I, like thing, I said, everybody has know? gut feelings. I think it's more probable cause, if anything, like what you were saying. You know, if somebody came home and they you, you had like lipstick on on themselves, or uh, you know, working late all the time. You know, whatever the signs may be. Um, you know, unless you have like 
proof or you know you're going to find something, that you have to be absolutely certain. I feel like if you're going to go ahead and, you know, want to check someone's phone or anything like that, you have to be absolutely certain that you're going to find something. Because either way, you're in a lose-lose situation. That's really true. You know, because one, you'll either find something... Or you'll lose your dignity in the process. Exactly. Or, you know, exactly. No, exactly that, you know. Um, So it's not worth it, in in my opinion. Um, You're way way better off. And ultimately, you should trust that person. You should ultimately have trust that 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 person is going to do the right thing by you and your relationship. That's how I feel about it. Are there, is there anything else you want to add in general? Because that's everything that I said in my post. The only the last thing there is to review is the final words of the day. So um, if you have anything else you want to add, you can add it now. No, just um, respect your partner's uh, privacy and personal space, a.k.a. their phone. Um, you know, unless you have probable cause or you know you're going to find something. But ultimately, I think you just should just respect it. Because you shouldn't go out looking for something or... And bringing if you that feel negativity like you need to look for something i revert you back to our first point you're already in a bad place yeah and if you really feel a type of way then do like what Bree said and confront the person you know and honestly try to get down to it and figure out where you're gonna go then instead of looking to to find something out because it, it's <laughs> it's never gonna end well basically now, the final words of the day came from what we're going to talk about in a moment. I got an article from Bustle.com called 15 Relationship Experts Explain Why Snooping is a Terrible Idea. Mm. And one of them is called, one of them, uh, one of the psychologists, I think she is. She's actually, uh, yeah, psychotherapist and neuromarketing strategist. Um, but she says... Snooping means you lack trust in yourself. People will say that it's the other person that they do not trust, but in snooping, we're actually feeling like we are not enough. That's so true, though. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I, now that you, now that you know, that's said. <laughs> Although I did read it, but I guess I forgot it. Being that we yeah. didn't record this when we usually <laughs> do. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, I think that's um, but so that true rings true. If you're if you're looking into somebody's phone, like we said earlier, it's because you feel like you're not enough for that person. And it's yeah. time for you to look in the mirror and tell yourself otherwise. Because, like I said, if the person that you're with doesn't appreciate or see your value, it doesn't mean that you're worth less. It means that that person doesn't, doesn't see what worth. someone else is going yeah. to see. And you shouldn't make try to force two puzzle pieces to fit each other when they don't fit each other yeah especially you don't want to be in a long term you know the longer you prolong it the worse it's gonna get yeah you know so you definitely want to try to figure that out as soon as possible yeah definitely um but now i guess that's everything for for that part of it i don't know I'm trying to think if there's anything else we can cover as far as no. going through a person's phone. I feel like there's not really much else. I feel like whatever we're saying is the same for social media. It's the same Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, Computer, tablet, email, text messaging. It LinkedIn. encompasses everything. Really take a step back if you're in that position where you're doing these things and and ask yourself why. Because it's one of two reasons, really. It's either you are feeling like you're not enough and the person that you're with is actually loving you incredibly, but you just don't believe that they love you. Or the person that you're with is making you feel like something is happening and you probably should address it or end it. Yeah. So figure it out. Definitely, and if you have any, I hope we help somebody. Thoughts about it? You can let us know, or why you feel your way, you know, the way. You I've do. heard from two people this week that our channel has really helped them, and that they're like they really look forward to our posts, and that they like follow along every week, and it's been it was kind of nice because I feel like heart. I've been getting a little worn out. Like I feel like people are not being as supportive as they were in the beginning so sometimes i'm feeling a little bit worn out but i know that you can't give up with stuff like this because things can change overnight but really this is more for us 
Yeah, and, and, and to anyone that listens, because like, like we said in the beginning, we're all in this together, and we hope that, yeah, you we know... we succeed together. Exactly, and, you know, we hope that we could all grow together. And, you know, the more we talk to each other, the more we communicate, the better and the bigger we'll grow. And, you know, and I mean that in the literal and figurative sense, you know? Speaking of which, actually, thanks to us now being an apple podcast podcast um we now have the option to receive support so if anybody out there is feeling generous we do have an account set up you go and you click support um podcaster i think the button is i have to double check the email and um yeah and you can support us you can send money whatever you want i don't know Maybe one day we'll make a P.O. box. People could send us like, like things. I wonder if one day they'll Maybe they'll people will send us letters. Oh, that'd I mean, be awesome. God, like a dear Abby. <laughs> dear Abby. <laughs> That's an old reference. I feel like not everybody's in it. Yeah, get that. no, absolutely not. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to our next segment. We're going to take a quick break. You guys are going to hear your cursory little music, and then we're going to be that. right back. Um, we'll see you in a second. Yeah. We're back, 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 back. That was fun. That came out good. I doubt it. (laughs) I know. It was fun. (laughs) They probably have no idea what's happening. Nope. We're weird. (laughs) So, um, we're going to do a little bit of study show now. Study show? I actually have to start backwards because I realized that I stapled my research to the back of my packet. Um, okay. So, welcome to Study Show. We're going to get into some research today. Woo-hoo. As always, Chiron knows not what nothing. we are deba- about to discuss. I know nothing. 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 So, we're going to begin with uh, a 2012 study okay. done, yeah. done by Derby Knox and Easterling. What it found was that two-thirds... It doesn't say what the study is called or anything. I don't know. Okay. But what it found is that two-thirds of of the participants admitted that they did go through their partner's private messages, and that included social networking sites and texts on their phones. Uh, in other words, it's a really common thing yes. to do. <laughs> <laughs> Above average. Uh, so... One of the the overall findings of the study was that evolutionary psychology proposes that men and women experience jealousy in different ways. Uh, now, they reference for more information on that, a 1992 study that was done about gender differences in jealousy response by Buss, Larson, and Western. And what they found was that men typically become more jealous of sexual infidelity because this poses a risk to the paternity of their offspring, while women become more jealous of emotional infidelity because it poses a risk to long-term commitment of their partner who provides resources such as food and protection. (laughs) It's very like animal. Yeah, I was going to say it's very tribal. (laughs) <laughs> like biology. Mm-hmm. Oh, the microphone was really close to my mouth. They're going to be deaf. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was the 1992 study. I Which I feel like makes a lot of sense. I feel like if they didn't do that study, I still would have guessed that that's, yeah, that that's the reason why men want to be the daddies of their own kids and <laughs> women want a house. Yeah, it's, it's, we're animals at the end of the day. We, we have our animal nature. Yeah, very much so. Um, Now, in 2015, another study was done by Dunn and McLean, and it involved uh, having participants scan text messages Mm -hmm. and imagine that their partner was receiving these text messages. There were uh, four different text messages. That does not sound like it's going to end well. So it was four different text messages, a group of men and women. You, you're you imagining your partner, what your or... partner receiving these text messages. You're snooping through their phone, mm-hmm. essentially. 
there were 42 there were 42 undergrad students that participated in the study so what they looked for was the number and the duration of participants fixations to each text message using an eye tracking machine what they went fancy yeah it definitely was a blind study there's no way you could tell somebody that maybe not maybe your eyes are kind of subconscious you, you wouldn't know has a camera but they the measured front, so, so they measured the total number of fixations on each message and then the overall time spent looking at each message gotcha. and then they were asked to indicate which message they found the most distressing mm. to discover on their partner's phone so the study found that the total number of fixations was greater for men than for women who viewed emotional messages and women also spent longer looking at emotional messages than men. But for sexual messages, the opposite was observed. Men fixated more on messages, uh, sexual messages from uh, more than more than women, not from women. And they spent more time looking at sexual messages than women. That makes sense. It, it proves the study. Yes. <laughs> Well, it just theory. it it broadened this the nineteen ninety two study into social media world, yes. millennial world, as people like to put it. Although it's just the new world, guys. It's just the new. World. It's the New Testament. <laughs> um, and so then another study was done, a similar study, but this time it was done by a mobile phone insurance website. That's so in twenty thirteen, they found that um, incidents of phones breaking were going up and so they ran a study to try to figure out why Why? it is that people's phones were breaking at a higher rate so they they conducted a study of 2,400 participants in the United Kingdom and they discovered that infidelity or (laughs) people having been unfaithful themselves were responsible for 41% of cases of um, mobile phones. Breaking, breakage during that time. Wow. And then the second most likely way that people discover... Oh, I'm sorry. Let me backtrack. I gave you... I was reading the sentence uh, ahead. Yeah, I was reading ahead of myself. It said, exactly. (laughs) Um, So they discovered, I apologize, that infidelity of their partner or people who had been unfaithful themselves, in 41% of cases, the unfaithful behavior was discovered through a mobile phone. Mm. So 41% of people found out that their partner was unfaithful through a mobile phone. 23% of people found that their partner was unfaithful through social media. Well, and they probably they probably found it through social media on the phone. And then almost 10% of the people questioned said that their phone had become broken after being dropped or thrown following an argument. Ooh. That's where I thought you were going to be, to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's crazy. And then they said, you know, some the reason most people look through somebody's phone is because they feel like they don't want to waste time dating somebody who turns out to be a cheater. Yeah, but you'll never know. And like you, like we said, you know, a cheater will always find the time to, to cheat. <laughs> it doesn't matter when. Yeah, you, you know. have to have implicit trust. Yep. That's that's the game. That's the game. <laughs> well, it's a high stakes <laughs> game yep. of poker going on, and you could either get with it or get out of the game. Yep. Um, so now we're going to talk about that article that I was talking about, the Bustle article mm-hmm. with the 15 relationship experts. Now, while there are 15 different people who speak, they all have different specialties. A lot of them overlap. Mm-hmm. So I may just kind of breeze through some of them because it doesn't make sense to so beat good. a dead horse, yeah. you know? Sure and sweet. Uh, the first one I already told you because that was the Michelle Paiva, the, the quote that I used oh, in okay. our Marital Monday post. And that's essentially, as I said, snooping means you believe that you, you aren't not, good enough. Yeah, you're not adequate. Uh, her answer to this is learning to love yourself, um, to be with somebody that you trust, that uh, under that trusts you as well. And she also made a good point that if we look at everyone else as if they are a villain, we create ourselves to be a victim. 
a victim is someone who doesn't trust safety in their world and that's a self-love and self-trust issue it starts with you also some people just like to be the victim like this is more like assuming that you you're having emotional issues some people just have issues (laughs) and they like to be the victim and playing the victim only gets you so far you can't be the damsel in distress forever all the time yeah you can't yep. that's exhausting absolutely <laughs> you said that really emphatically <laughs> yeah you know absolutely it's like the the boy that cried wolf you know it's 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 almost along that lines you know it might be the opposite but like it's it's along those lines and the boy that cried, it might be the opposite but it's you know you know you get what i'm saying <laughs> yeah the concept there's a boy there's same. a wolf <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, that's you, you should value yourself, and once you value yourself, you should feel reassured, assured that other people will value you. The the next expert, her name is April Massini. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna kind of sum up what she has to say because I think hers was like four part. No, this was a shorter one, but she says something similar to what other people say anyway. And that's that snooping is what's considered a gateway behavior mm, in a very similar way behavior. to the way weed is considered a gateway drug. The idea is that it's exposing you to the temptations for, <laughs> further. To, yeah, to furthering behavior mm-hmm. that becomes unhealthy. So essentially, they believe it leads to stalking. Ooh. So what happens is you start by snooping through somebody's phone. You don't find what you're looking for. So you start going through their belongings. Mm. You don't find what they're looking for. So you start passing by their house at night to make sure that they're home. You start doing things that become what's considered stalking by technical definition. I hadn't thought about that, but that's 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 true. That is crazy. (laughs) That's absolutely terrifying. Like, I never thought about that somebody might come and, like, come to my house and be like, are you home? (laughs) Just to see what I would say. Or to make sure that you're home. <laughs> exactly. The next psychologist is Jace Lindgren. Jace. He's a relationship coach. Okay. And he said only one of two things happens when you snoop through a phone. First, you find... The first option is you find something incriminating. Now, your feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. And you need to figure out what it is you're going to do. Yep. The second thing, you don't find anything at all. <laughs> and you're left wondering if they just did a good job of hiding it. Maybe you need to look harder. And now you're proving to be the person who's untrustworthy. Ooh, my man Jace speaking facts. That's like what I said earlier. We great minds think alike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's basically building on what Michelle Piva said. And not only is it that you don't trust yourself, but now you are oh, the, the trust, trust, the untrustworthy oh, yeah. one. Because, you're, you're, you know, someone could take it like you're projecting, uh, you know, s- s- uh, what was it? Like a guilty conscience. Yeah, guilty conscience. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. The next person that we're going to talk about is mm-hmm. Emily Bouchard. And she's actually a money coach. Okay. But I guess she, you know, she money dabbles. relationships. Yay. That's like hand in hand. Yep. Um, and she said the moment you snoop, you become untrustworthy if you find yourself feeling any of those awful emotions that drive you to feel that snooping is your best option stop and take stock of your relationship ask yourself to look for signs that let you know you can trust your partner and think about what evidence you've noticed that has you believing you can't trust your partner you don't need to snoop to get this kind of data you have lots of it right in front of you. Damn, she's like, yo, just success that shit. She's like, that's... just talk to the person. <laughs> um, but I think that's that's a really good, like, stop, think about the relationship that you're in, and I like the idea of reinforcing good good ideas, mm-hmm. like to stop and say, but no, he's done this, yeah. he's done that, she's done this, she's done that. Am I just overreacting? Or... Yeah. Yeah. Um, she also says to be in reality and stay out of your negative imagination. Yeah, because that's a dark place. First off, we are always our own worst enemies. Absolutely. Always think the worst. Before you always you think the assume best. the worst. 
Always. Always. And it's it's really not cute. In particular, I guess her advice is towards women because he says, she says, one thing you need to know is that a confident woman who's not insecure is the sexiest woman on the planet. That is, that's true. We're getting smack with truth today, people. <laughs> Today's <laughs> a truth ever. bomb day. It's, it's, it's real sound. It's oh, true. I wish we had sounds. I know. We, we're working on that. Okay, moving on. <laughs> um, Alright, so the next one is by Jessica Vance, who's a love app outreach specialist. Okay. And she said, when you're involved in a healthy relationship uh, snooping is just plain dumb people will always do what's in their best interest trying to stop that is impossible people need to find strength in themselves and not be defined solely by their relationship and I want to give some snaps to Jessica Vance because I'm really tired of women who have nothing else going on in their life except their significant other whose entire social media is only about their significant other, who never have anything interesting to say if it's not about their significant other. And it's not even just women. Men do this shit too. And I'm really convinced that those men, if they're straight, their girlfriends are posting it. (laughs) Well, I mean, so... I'm convinced. I don't... Probably not, but I'm convinced. At but least, I at feel least like, three of the of, of the seven posts a week. Maybe. I mean, I feel like if you look at my page or at least my Instagram page, it's a lot of like me and Brie or Brie. But that's just because. Yeah, but you post what, like once every yeah. month, month and a half. Like yeah, if you never. look at the dates alone, <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah. he's just posting every time he does something fun. And I just happen to be exactly. with you. That's where I was. That's where I was getting to. You know, the times that I that I do feel like it's kind of post worthy. It Brie just happens to be there. You know, it just happens. I, to work or out. I'm taking the picture. Exactly. So, Although your Wakanda moment as Space Farms has yet to make it onto Instagram, it's, and it's, just saying, just saying. That's a, that's a throwback Thursday moment. It's a throwback Thursday moment. I just haven't got. To. <laughs> I will do that. Will do. Well, guess what tomorrow is. I know. I know. <laughs> now I'm gonna be a hold held to it. <laughs> and this post is going Damn. up tomorrow. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I need you to get on his ass. Mm. We worked hard to get. It was a hot day. It was. I had hot. to stand outside and take a picture of him doing the freaking Wakanda forever next so to a Black out. Panther. Yeah. Shout out to my boy Marcus. He was in it too. He he was on Marcus, last week's episode. Oh, don't forget to listen to last week's episode. Kind of mid- a cut Sorry, in the middle of our thingy. Because we had our first ever special guest. That was a lot of fun. Yep. Um, we talked great. about millennials starting families. And they gave us the the point of view of millennials yeah, with kids. Yep. So um, go listen to that. Anyways. Um, so Jessica Vance snaps for her because you should not be defined solely by your relationship. Figure out who you are Self-value and people. stop trying to get people to do what you want because people are only going to do what's best for them mm-hmm. as they should. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Everyone looks out for themselves. then they she adds in here a little like anecdote, I guess. So your girlfriend texts an ex from time to time or your boyfriend looks at cute girls on the Internet. So what? Don't go through their texts or Internet history in an attempt to catch them doing something wrong. Just live your life, as Rihanna would say. <laughs> W-W-R-D. <laughs> I love Rihanna. I live for Rihanna. In my mind, I am Rihanna. She really does. Every day I wake up and I'm like, I'm Rihanna. <laughs> mm-hmm. She does. She has slippers and makeup and everything. Um, so the next one is by Janet Zinn. And she's a New York City-based couples therapist. Okay. And the first thing she says is a question. If you are snooping around, are you prepared for what you find? Mm, now be careful what you look for or what you ask for. Type. What you wish for? Yeah, what you wish for. There we go. Um, and she says today. instead of... <laughs> you are a little <laughs> off today. She said instead of lurking around like a creeper, go to the front door. How come you're not having conversations with your partner about trust and deceit? 
trust and deceit. Yeah, she's saying talk to your partner. Why are you not talking to yeah. your partner? See, everything's trust, guys. Just trust each other. You're accusing him or her of sneaking something, but you're behaving deceitfully when you snoop. So you are behaving in the exact manner you're scared he or she is acting. Two wrongs don't make a right. Yep. Somebody else actually says that later on. Oh, great minds today. <laughs> a l- literal minute ago. I'm off today. One minute later. later. <laughs> great <laughs> minds think alike. That's how these things work. Um, roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> the next person is a psychotherapist and relationship coach. Her name is Tony Coleman. She says, snooping is a sign that you have serious trust issues, a serious trust issue that you're not addressing openly and honestly with your partner. Calling it a violation of privacy and trust that often results from a belief that a partner is less than honest and less than trustworthy. That was worded weird. your own feelings. Exactly. It's a violation of privacy. And it can also occur due to toxic jealousy that has no basis in fact. Either way, it violates trust, and it's a dysfunctional way to deal with a concern about your partner's fidelity. Be upfront instead. I, I could I could get with that. I love that people keep saying, like, talking about there's, like, no basis in fact, your negative mm. imagination. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so true. Yeah. You are your own worst enemy. Exactly. You, you'll think the worst, you'll assume a, the worst. We have a secret special guest right now. Our little chippy boy is laying, our our dog, dog is laying on the bed, and he's just, like, literally inches away from my face, staring at me like, can you please be quiet now? <laughs> he's tired of us. I know, he's so sleepy. Um, okay, next is, so Carlisle Jansen, who's an author of a book called Sex Yourself. The Sexy woman's. Son. I'll give you a moment to giggle. <laughs> Sex yourself. The woman's guide to mastering masturbation and what? achieving powerful orgasms. That's a good book. I should get you that book. That's maybe, weird. Maybe we should get it and like give it out. Like give it away <laughs> yeah. as a as a giveaway. So, violating your partner's privacy and likely their trust as well is never okay, even if you feel justified in order to prove a lie or to discover they're hiding something from you. Two wrongs don't make a right. Tell them what your gut is saying and ask to go through emails together. Yeah, I feel like that. If you're going to do it, then that's, that's so much worse. That, it is so much worse. If you're cheating... Like, that's why I really don't understand the snooping thing. Because, really, if you're cheating, wouldn't it be worse for me to make you go through them while I sit there? So now we both know what's coming? That's rough. (laughs) Hell yeah. Because the the pressure that he... I guess there's the whole, like... like, But then that gives him time to come up with an excuse. But too many people are trying to catch people nowadays. Like, you just need to be living your life. Living your best life. Just live your life. <laughs> WWRD. That's true. Um, so the next person who gave their opinion is a guy named Rob Alex. And he created something called Sexy Challenges and Mission Date Night with his wife. Oh, nice. I got to read that book. That's not a book. I think it's like a uh, like games that you could play with your partner. Awesome, um, But so he said that... You should imagine before you snoop, you should imagine if the tables were turned. That's so So now let's take a moment. (laughs) You cheat on your partner and they snoop through your phone. Are you going to be okay with that? I'm going to ask you the question again because you just lied to me. In your own head, you said to yourself, yeah, I'd be okay with it (laughs) because if I was cheating yada 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 because you're trying to defend your own mm-hmm. ability so i'm yeah so i'm gonna ask you again <laughs> and this time to be honest with yourself if the tables were turned would you like it and the answer is no let's be truth truthful to me the truth is hell no you wouldn't like it 
Um, so it can lead to misunderstandings while snooping. You might not read the entire conversation. You might jump to conclusions. Then you would look like an ass once you find out the entire meaning. That is the literal quote. He said, then you would look like an ass. This shows true, true though. <laughs> Um, sometimes things do need to be kept from your eyes. Maybe your partner's trying to surprise you, oh, plan a romantic getaway. If you snoop and you find out, then you've just I, ruined mm, a special you, moment you in your relationship. In your email. You got people on an invite list. It's oh, like text man. message after text message talking about what you're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Imagine getting proposed to or something. Oh my God. If you ruin your own proposal wow, because the person is acting... <laughs> crazy and you decide you need to snoop around but what if they're taking dancing lessons or something and we just wanted to come surprise oh that's so sweet can you do that (laughs) (laughs) is that what you're doing (laughs) um next that's one day (laughs) day. we already got married i feel like the dance lessons are a little late now no you keep the spice alive you're gonna keep it spicy Uh, So the next life coach this time around is Callie Rogers. She says it implies you don't trust your partner. So you're taking matters into your own hands to find out dirt that the partner is not willingly disclosing. Without trust, the relationship has become about as stable as a seesaw. I know, right? Okay, no. A.K.A. Nada A.K.A. One up, one down (laughs) A.K.A. On a slant On a slant I'm trying to think of more A.K.A.'s Oh my god, I was just going to say that (laughs) A.K.A. We lean in like the Tower of Pisa (laughs) Um, So the entire reason relationships work Is because there is inherent trust You have each other's backs no matter what Otherwise You'd just be friends with benefits that's spoken true words. True this is a life. I really want to. This lady, this life coach, let's remember her name. Because she sounds like somebody that will get you all the way together. Fix <laughs> 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 you right up. <laughs> She'll slap some sense into you. Some realness. Some realness. Our next relationship expert is Marina Sbrochi. Sbrochi. She's an I an IPPY award-winning author of Stop Looking for a Husband, Find the Love of Your Life. Ooh, she's like, go deeper. Uh, now, she says, if you really want to know who called your boyfriend or girlfriend, why don't you ask them? Or think about it this way. Do you like people invading your privacy? Probably not. So don't do it. It's a trust breaker. Not very quick. Yep. Kind of reviewing things we've already said. Yep. Just summing it up. We see a common thread here, people. Don't do it. <laughs> um, the next Trust. person is an intimacy coach named Rebecca Benito. And she said, similarly to one of the other people, it's easy to misinterpret what you read if you're already expecting a betrayal. Mm-hmm. You have to take responsibility for your own emotional state. And if you're in a relationship where the only way to find out what your partner is doing and you have reason to be suspicious what what are you doing with him or her anyway if you're suspicious you might be in the wrong relationship yeah or that just makes you think about it you know think about the situation it's like confirmation bias like if i told you if I, mean, I told you I know case, I though. know how to predict the weather and tomorrow it's going to rain, if it rained tomorrow, you'd be like, oh, shit, yeah. she knows how to predict the weather. <laughs> it's the same. It's confirmation bias. So if you go in expecting to find something negative, you whatever you find, you're going to assume and read in the negative tone. tone. Yeah. It's basic science, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty late. The next person is Cindy Sansone Braff. She's a relationship coach and a psychic medium. Wow. What a combination. She said, even if you discover that your partner is completely on the up and up, by spying, you've committed a violation of the highest magnitude upon your partner. Ooh. 
She also wrote a book called Why Good People Can't Leave Bad Relationships. That sounds like a good book. Mm-hmm. I'm going to recommend that book to our listeners. That's Cindy Sansone Braff, Why Good People Can't Leave Bad Relationships. That sounds like a fabulous book. I'd actually like to read that. Not because I'm in a bad relationship, but just to like She's have an curious. understanding of the psyche. Mm-hmm. Um, if you feel that this is the only way you can find out about what your partner is doing, know that the trust is already gone. Therefore, your relationship is in serious trouble. The invaded partner always feels violated to learn that the person he or she is involved with is a possessive person who's practicing espionage of the highest order. Regardless of whether your partner is guilty as charged or not, the spying behavior is totally unacceptable. Especially the more frequent you do it, the more frequently you do it, the worse it I hate when people like check people's phones like every. First, so why, I hate people, when people check people's phones in general, but every single day. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Moments. Why do people? I would Imagine, <laughs> You're laughing at a meme, and now you know they're like, "Let me let me see that." What what you laughing about? Oh my god! Yeah. Give me your phone. <laughs> what? The the final paragraph actually of her portion of the advice, I. Usually I underline like the important parts. I underline the entire paragraph. (laughs) She says there's an easy fix. The karmically correct thing to do is to reveal your suspicions to your mate, allowing him or her the opportunity to either dispel your fears or confirm them. If you still feel your mate is not coming clean with his or her indiscretions and you feel you must begin spying, then it's time to come to grips with the fact that the relationship is in dire trouble regardless of what your espionage reveals. So she's either way you're in a sinking boat. That's such a great analogy. Thank you. Thank you. That's one of the I'd like to drown in somebody's insecurities. That's a good one too. Yeah. I'm not I always say I'm not gonna drown with you. (laughs) That's true. You do I've I've heard you on occasion. I'm not yeah, that's one of my biggest things. Like in a relationship I will never drown with you in whatever you're drowning in. I'm not going to do it. You can drown by yourself, but I'm not. You're, you're not bringing me down with you. I thought this, you is <laughs> this is Titanic, and I got a I got a door. This is Titanic, and I got a door. Sharing, <laughs> and that door is my exit. That's me. <laughs> that is I love that. This is Titanic, and I got a door. <laughs> I don't uh, agree with that. You share that door. <laughs> it's my door. Hey, come on, Sharon. I'll scary. never let go. I'll never let go. Yeah. <laughs> so she lets go because you die of hypothermia. Then don't die. <laughs> uh, the next one. How about you move over? <laughs> the next one is Dr. Romani Durvasula. That's a tough one. Snooping is predicated on a lack of trust. Uh, by the way, Dr. Romani Durvasula is the author of Should I Stay or Should I Go? Trust. Surviving a Relationship with a Narcissist. Oh my God, you should read this book because I'm a narcissist. <laughs> you can't homework. Um, I always say I'm a self... self diagnosed. Diagnosed, I guess. I was going to say analyzed. Yes. Narcissist. I'm like 100% sure that I'm a narcissist. I'm such a narcissist that I'm pretty sure I'm a narcissist. (laughs) I was going to say that. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, But so he says snooping is predicated on a lack of trust. There has to be an implicit trust in an intimate relationship. You're building the house on a cracked foundation. Common thread tonight, people. Chip. Oh, Chip. Why is he barking? He never does that. He never barks. He's feeling himself today. I'm tired. Um, well, we're on the last one, Chip, so get it together. Right? Cut it out. The last one is Miss Nikki Martinez, who's a telehealth counselor and psychologist. Psychologist. Mm-hmm. A I'm psychologist. I'm getting tired. There's a lot of reading. Yes. Yeah, um, do it so well. You break your partner's trust in a way that will never be the same. You're letting them know that you love them but don't trust them and may never. And that sometimes could be worse. You know, to 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 the person. That's the end of it. That was the whole statement. 
Well, guys, you know, as you can see, the common thread is trust your partner. Don't snoop. If you really feel a type of way, then confront the person about your feelings and, you know, what they may be doing. and Or recognize where those feelings are coming mm-hmm. from, either from within yourself yep. or from within something in their behavior. And then analyze the situation. Exactly. Do you need to walk away? Do you need to confront it? If you can't get through it. Is it, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Is it what you thought it was? And if you can get through it, can you get over it? Yes, because that's important. Because you don't want to, if you do say you're going to get over it, you don't want to dwell on that. You know, especially if you did say you could get over it and then later down the road you dwell on it. You, your partner's going to feel a type of way and it's just not a good thing. So let's break our bad habits. And thankfully, Kyron and I have not really had to have this situation in our lives. So, it's been pretty alright. We, we've had moments. We've but... had we've had situations that come close to it, but technically we were broken up. Yeah, but even like with the, like... Technically. The jealousy or like accusing... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. jealousy and stuff like that when we were younger. Absolutely. Yeah. Now it's like so, so weird because it's like I'm so secure... I guess that I don't really even think about that as even a possibility. Mm, I can see that. And like for me, if ever I become jealous, it's really like like self-esteem issues. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I'm not attractive enough or whatever. And, well, that's... and then usually I'll tell him that that's how I feel and he'll tell me I'm beautiful. Yeah, and that is. he loves me. And then it's all better. Because <laughs> <laughs> even... I'm a narcissist. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, that's another common thread, you know, looking into yourself to to find the answers, you know, because ultimately that's where it's at, too, you know, Um, but it's been swell. I hope you guys learned some things. I hope you guys learned a lot of things. (laughs) We we laid some truth on you tonight. I hope that we didn't scare anybody off today. No, definitely not, and if you feel differently, we respect your stance, and... You know, if you could let us know why you feel that way, that'd be interesting, you know, to, to see different perspectives of other people, because that's how we grow. You know, we learn from other people, and we learn from ourselves. And our mistakes. Especially our mistakes. I make a lot of those. We all do. That's well, very, like, like, life coachish of you. I make, I make a lot of them. We all do. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. It's the truth. We all do. You know, we have to. If we don't, then we will never grow. Usually this is the part where I tell you what next week's episode is going to be. But we're up in the air about next week's episode and what it's going to be. So I'm going to leave you guys in suspense. We'll keep you posted. Bum, bum, bum. We really need a sound machine <laughs> I am the sound she machine she is the sound machine we have one that's what you should say WWRD <laughs> <laughs> yeah she would shut the shit down yeah she would come with like a whole soundboard. alright guys All this right. podcast is now just over an hour like six minutes over an hour well we hope you so, guys enjoyed we hope you guys enjoyed we won't keep you any longer and we'll miss you until next week. Indeed. Keep sending Don't miss topics. us too much. And don't forget, we, we succeed, succeed together. together. Oh my god, we did it together. <laughs> we succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Later, guys.